So, trigger warning, this episode deals with assault. Welcome to Ultiversal Q, your guide to the ultimate universe. Now in podcast form. My name is Luke Hare. My name is Devin. And it is our third episode where this week we're going to be discussing... Ultimate Daredevil and Ultimate Electra. And then Ultimate Electra again. Uh, well, no, it's Ultimate Daredevil and Electra and Ultimate Electra. But, uh, previously on Electra, when King Agamemnon returned from the Trojan War with his new concubine, Cassandra, his wife, Clemenstra, who had taken Agamemnon's cousin, Agisthius, as his lover, kills him. Clemenstra believes the murder was justified, since Agamemnon had sick... (laughs) Yeah, I did not read... The summary of Electra enough to get the names down. Yeah, we're talking about college teen murders this week on Go. Exile. Hooray. On Multiversal Q. Oh boy. On Ultiversal Q. Golly gosh, Devin. Yeah. Uh, this week, no Spider-Man is to be found. Instead, boo. We're just getting ultimate Electras and Daredevils. And we get a story that shows you how important a good writer is more than anything. Mm-hmm. Because Ultimate Daredevil and Electra, numbers one through four, which came out in 2002, was written by Greg Rucka, with pencils by Salvador La Roca. Yay. Inks by Danny Mickey. Colors by Andrew Howe, Joy Ang, and Arnold Tsang of Udon, with letters by Chris Eliopoulos. And LaRocca also does the other issue, and LaRocca comes to mind just because someone put up pictures from his uh, Star Wars comics that he did where he just traced movie stills. Oh, yes. But most importantly, he did that super good run with Matt Fraction on Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But sometimes he can be a bit lazy. Truth. I don't know. I, the Star Wars drawings I've always thought have been like that. Not always. A lot of them. A lot of them were based off of the original cast members. But this was like him 100% tracing. Like they found stills and oh, gotcha. matched them up. Yeah. So, Electra Nachios is moving in to her college apartment at Columbia University with the help of her father when she gets to meet her college roommate, Phoebe McAllister, who I like that uh, Rucker goes and isn't trying to be like, oh, yeah, this is an alternate version of another character, you know. Mm-hmm. And, like, they hit it off immediately. Like, they talk about music, they order some pizza, Electra shows off her martial arts skills. And Phoebe wants to be a musician, and Electra isn't sure what she wants to be. And then they have a feminist guitar session. It passes the Bechdel test, Devin. Yeah, it does. Thanks, Greg Rucka, for actually showing us like why you continue to be a person who is really good at writing women. Everyone likes Greg Rucka. Mm-hmm. 
And then she drops that heavy load about how her mom died. It's like, dang, that was the last drop on your new roommate on day one. Yeah, but that was before she showed off her... Well, no, that was just after she showed off her martial arts skills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, shot and chaser. Look at this cool sick flip I can do. By the way, my mom's dead. She died of cancer. Kickflip. Pizza. So, Tom Reganomics. <laughs> so time passes and they see Calvin Trey Langstrom, who is bullying another female co-ed, Melissa Beckerman. He does that whole, yeah, you can have your notes back if you can take him from me. So Electra goes up, almost breaks his arm, and he surrenders the book. And she's like, hey, do you want to know how to do this and be a complete badass too? And so Melissa and Phoebe start going with her to Master Stone, who trains in martial arts. And that gives Melissa more confidence in the future. Because Trey is the dick. Yeah, he's almost the point of being over the top, but it's also kind of believable. Mm -hmm. So later on, Electra sees Matt Murdock working out, doing gymnastics, and she hard wants his dick. Oh, soup's hard. Yeah, like... She sees him and is, like, biting the lip, staring at that. And, I mean, dude is built. Dude does not give a fuck. And, uh, yeah. And at first she's embarrassed because she gets called out on her crush. And then she finds out about him and ends up meeting with him after he got out of class and greets him with the roses. And it's kind of like a nice but sort of weird meet-cute. Foggy is also there, but Matt is too horny. And so Matt and Electra go on a long date. And when Electra meets back up with Phoebe, they talk about that juicy goss, only to find out that Melissa was assaulted. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot that I was going to put in a... Okay, now I will have retconned that in. I was going to say, edit that in early. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's a big thing about assault, but I think the way that they handle it is... He did it well. Yes, it could have been a lot more exploitative. Oh, agreed. Yeah. So we find out that Trey had assaulted Melissa, and so when the women reported it to the police, they think that because Trey, who is maybe a politician's son, like, I forget if they actually ever 100% clarify it, the police are pretty sure she is going to drop the allegations, which she doesn't, and a week passes... Melissa goes home without telling her parents why she went home, and then Trey shows up to gloat about how the police dropped the case because of who his dad is, and Phoebe uses it as an opportunity to add Trey's name to the men who rape section of the bathroom wall. And, yeah, I mean, I, I do appreciate that they are having solidarity here. Mm -hmm. Like, they never try and blame... Melissa for anything, even though it's not a sexual assault, Trey is just like a complete unrepentant asshole. So Twitch, I had to I had to remember that this was them going to like undergrad and not to law school. Yeah. When we're talking about believability, it's like, I don't know if this would necessarily happen like at law school. Yeah, I, I feel like he wouldn't have attacked another person who's like on his level. Yeah. If he had gone to a higher school, but 
Yeah. But undergrad, oh yeah, totally. So Electra follows up with the police who were told to drop the case. And so Electra stops by to see her father because she's really frustrated with how the law works, which, fair. Oh, truth. Mm -hmm. And Melissa, by that time, has returned with a new resolve to train to learn how to beat people's ass. That night, Electra breaks into Trey's room, disables him, uh, and is basically like, if you fuck with my friends ever again, I will stop you. And as she is exiting, she is caught by a mysterious figure in black, and they fight. When she eventually gets the upper hand, she uses that to run away. Not seeing that, this person was Matt Murdock the entire time. Which kind of makes it weird the next morning when she goes to see Matt. She says she loves him. He doesn't say it back, and they cuddle. That's because Matt has doesn't have emotions, Luke. He's that grizzled man who keeps it on the inside. And so after the morning, she returns to find out that the Provost office is bringing them to student court for defaming Trey. And Electra finds out that also her father's laundromat has been burnt down. So it's like a really up and down day. It seems like it's just a down day, Luke. Uh, Matt Murdock didn't say that he loved her. Yeah, but they still probably hooked up. Probably. So they help Electra's father find a place to stay with Master Stone for the night. Matt finds a clue that one of the arsonists left behind, and when Phoebe reminds him about the case that they have with Student Court, Matt volunteers himself and Foggy to work to get it dropped as lawyers in student court. Do you want to say student court? I feel like I'm bogarting that bit. Student court. With student judge Reinhold. Do you think they have student bailiffs in student court? Probably. Someone needs to practice. Someone needs to practice standing there, looking cool, and sort of tough. And where is a better place to learn than student court? I think the bit's run its point at this point, so I'm not going to do that. Uh, so Matt breaks into Trey's room to see if the scrap of cloth that he found. Smelled the same, and it's like, Matt, I don't know why you picked this one random scrap of cloth from a laundromat that got burnt down. Well, you like, see, Luke. Yeah, well, give me the explanation. Well, you see, Luke, sometimes when people break in, their clothes get torn and little bits of cloth fall off. Maybe this particular cloth was clearly unsinged. In the fire. And therefore, it must be Trey's. Which means it would be admissible as evidence in student court. So, uh, Matt, in his disguise, which is like the black Daredevil costume at the first season of the TV show. He should have licked the cloth, though. That would have given him the better uh, senses, though. Uh, so Matt in his disguise shows up 
to tell Electra that it wasn't Trey who burnt the place down. And she says she doesn't care, and that Trey probably hired someone to do it, which I'm like, Matt should have done some more due diligence. Because then he's like, oh, well, good point, and he runs off. And so Matt goes to the city and just listens. And coincidentally, here's the two guys who burnt down the laundromat Monk and Crate in a bar talking about how they got paid for burning down a place and is able to confront them. And I'm dubious. Why are you dubious, Luke? I think that's him being a bit overpowered and it feels like too much of coincidence. Oh, yes. Like, just at that very moment, yeah, remember how we burnt down that laundromat that we've been paid $5,000 for? Well, you see, this is also a Daredevil Luke. He also has the power of coincidentally. So Electra, meanwhile, is mad at Matt because she's pretty sure he's a mysterious figure, which... I don't think Matt could easily be a mysterious figure who talked to her. And so we get the whole, I'm trying to prove that you aren't actually blind thing. And she stops when he doesn't stop her from almost punching him in the face. And that is when Should've Matt thrown, her... Should have thrown the Bible at him. And Matt tells her that Langstrom was arrested. And that student court has dropped the case. Unfortunately, Langstrom's father, who looks like Walter Peck from the Ghostbusters. Yes, he did after I read your little note about that. Meets with the DA to try and force the DA to drop the case, which she refuses to do. Which, good for female solidarity and the fact that she's probably pretty aware of this bullshit happening regularly. Mm-hmm. Trey blames what happened on Electra. And then Trey's dad beats the shit out of his son and tells him to destroy her life. So Trey disguises himself like a shitty ninja to try and attack Melissa again, but she is able to use Stone's techniques and beats up Trey instead, and then runs to Stone to share the news where, coincidentally, Electra and Phoebe hear this news, and Electra gets really pissed because he's gotten out of jail free twice. Trey, meanwhile, steals a gun from his father. His dad kind of apologizes, but is still like, yeah, make her pay. So Melissa and Phoebe work together to plant a location for Trey to hear about where Electra is going to be alone. Matt overhears Phoebe gloating about this new plan that they've got and is concerned. So he gets her to tell uh, him where Electra is going to be. And meanwhile, Electra pulls out some sighs, which are, you know, her signature weapon. Truth. When Phoebe and Melissa get back, they find Electra's goodbye note. And Electra, meanwhile, gets the drop on Trey, who is really upset that he has gotten caught and just gotten his ass beaten multiple times, and Matt stops her from killing him. And then the question is, why do you have to suck so much, Trey? Maybe if you didn't suck so much, you wouldn't have that happen. Also, why do you have to suck so much, Matt? Like, I get you're supposed to be the lawful good guy, but this is more lawful, stupid, and, you know, 
Just let the shitty guy get murdered. Matt's super lawful good. Yeah. 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 If he's not Ben Affleck Daredevil, maybe if Ben Affleck Daredevil would come out, then he'd be dead. So, Trey uses the opportunity to run, so Elektra throws a sigh at him, which only knocks him out. And Matt says that he is only there for the law, and he doesn't want her falling to rage, and he reveals that he is Matt, and apologizes for not doing sooner, which unsurprisingly doesn't help. Like, he has no reason to hide his identity or anything. Yeah, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. Because really he's just beating up one other kid on campus. Yeah, the fact that we don't get a Daredevil origin story, at least in this part, is very weird. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't believe him about him having powers, and even though he finally says that he loves her too, she's like, yeah, no, it's too late. Trey is a threat to everyone that she loves, and she is willing to give up Matt to deal with Trey. So she clips Trey's artery and gives Matt the choice to either follow her or to save Trey. And Matt goes to save Trey the shitbag. When Matt gets home, he finds that Electra left roses with Foggy and told him to pass on the message that she was sorry. Matt should have showed his abs. That might have made her stay. Just do some gymnastics. Remind her of why she fell in love the first time. Dad ass. Dad ass. So then we get to Ultimate Electra, which came out between 2003 and 2004. It was a five-issue series written by Mike Carey with pencils by Salvador La Roca. Inks by Crime Lab Studios, colors by Aaron Lucin, with letters again by Chris Eliopoulos. So you have a lot of the same, well, you have the same penciler, and the art doesn't change that much with the different inker and colorists on it. No, it did not. But uh, it's definitely a lot worse with Mike Carey written on it. Because, uh, like, beyond the stuff that he ignores that was established in the first one, uh, he changes the name of Electra's father. Yeah, it that had was weird. previously been Stravos, and now it's Dimitris. Though I think it was only said like two times in Ultimate Electra. But still, and we've yeah, and it's also changed where he is an immigrant, and previously he had said last time that he was an American, which yeah could argue that it meant that he was nationalized but yeah so insurance even though they had like actual people who testified to doing it uh they are refusing to pay for the laundromat because they think he burnt it down it's it doesn't make a lot of sense nope so he needs money so he turns to leander and paul his cousins who I will refer to as the cousins, who want to buy a share in his business to help. Electra is concerned about the deal because she doesn't trust the cousins, but it all goes through anyways. Meanwhile, Foggy and Matt got internships at Ecker, Summers, and Lyall, with Matt working with Walter Savage. You need a savage on your side? No. No. That doesn't work. 
But good for them for getting some kick-ass summer internships. Uh-huh. That's what they learned the best way to deliver coffee. So, Matt is still distracted by Electra, but refuses to follow her because she asked him not to, which isn't really what happened. She said, she said, follow me now, or say it in the scuzz bag. Yeah. That did mean you couldn't follow again later. Yeah. I think this is all Matt's fault, really. And Matt hears about the problems that Electra's family are having. So time passes, and Demetrius gets two new washing machines, which... Good for him. He deserves that. Yeah, but it's also like, I don't think that's enough to properly run a laundromat in New York City. Yeah, Like he mentions all the other stuff that he needs. Uh, And he is introduced to Mr. Cullen, who will now handle the bills and expenses for him. And Demetrius is suspicious about that. And the cousins are like, oh, well, we got your name on the loans. And, you know, we're just going to handle it. You're going to get a salary now. So just stop worrying about the business. Because they are using it secretly for laundering money. Bum, bum, bum. Good old cousins. So, well, that makes Matt sense, goes, though. I mean, what better place to launder your money than at the laundromat? Am I right? Mm-hmm. That's how you get it clean. He should have thought about that sooner. About, I wonder why I keep uh, washing all these dollar bills. <clears throat> well, he can't see if they're any cleaner or not. Well, that's true. But he should have had a hunch. Yeah. That's why they needed the new washing machine. It would have been lighter on the bills. Uh, Yeah. So Matt goes in to check on Electra in the dojo since she has dropped out of all of her college classes and cut her friends off. They get into a fight and then he leaves. And it's like, Matt, there are like infinite other ways you could have done this. Like approaching her not in costume. And like an adult asking her out for coffee, Matt just makes very shitty decisions here. I feel like that's like, I mean, even Ruth Rager, Matt Murdock, that's just the story of Matt Murdock's life. Meanwhile, Mr. Cullen is working on Savage with a plea deal because they have a big name that they can turn over. And that would get Mr. Cullen out of being arrested for evasion and fraud, and a lot of other crimes. The cousins hear about this, and they want his ledger, which is the book that he always keeps with him, and so they plan a hit on him. Savage takes a break from getting the testimony from Cullen to meet with Matt and Foggy, while Electra confronts her cousins. She wants to pay off her father's debt, and when they try and force her outside, she kicks the ass of the guard that they had in there. Which is when Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin, comes in. So this is presumably sometime before uh, Spider Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 2. I would imagine so. And so he came because he heard about Cullen turning over to the feds. And back at the law offices, they are attacked by gunmen who were hired by the cousins, Billy Roth and the Deacon. Are you a Billy Roth or are you the Deacon? Oh, definitely the deacon. 
I've got more Billy Roth. So Kingpin is able to force Electra out of the office to go and have a meeting. So she goes outside of the building to listen from the windowsill. And Cullen doesn't know about the Kingpin's connection. But, uh, yeah, the Kingpin is going to want him dead. Er, so Cullen doesn't know that the cousins are working with the Kingpin. And so he's unaware that the Kingpin will also want him dead. All the Kingpin really wants, though, is the ledger. And he suggests that, you know, maybe you should have hired Electra, who is very good at fighting, instead of the shitty bodyguard who she beat the hell out of. Truth. And, yeah. And when he leaves, Electra follows his car. Uh, at the offices, Matt pretends to be unconscious as Billy Roth and the Deacon look for Cullen. And so Matt uses the confusion to take out the lights and get the drop on them. Uh, he hits one of them with a law book and there's like a bit where it's like, I've never seen the law used that way before. But it wasn't as cool as that time that John Wick punched that man in the face with a library book. Oh, John Wick. Which no one else was on board. I'm like, we should try to use this to promote the library somehow. Uh, no, actually, I saw another friend who made one of those read posters out of it. Nice. On Twitter. Yeah. So, uh, Matt gets back. The police come and arrest uh, Billy Roth and the Deacon, and the cousins hear about their assassins failed. Electra, meanwhile, goes to Kingpin's base and hears about him calling an assassin in from the Chicago branch. The cousins, meanwhile, find Cullen is now under police protection, but he has a thing for, you know, having sex with sex workers. And, yeah. Of course he does. And at work, Matt hears Cullen mention the Nachios family. So, Electra gets offered work. If she pretends to be a sex worker and steals the ledger from Cullen, then her father's debt will be forgiven. And somehow the police, who are keeping an eye on Cullen, aren't bothered by him hiring a sex worker, apparently. And so, Electra goes in. This is early 2000s, Luke. The police are like, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Remember when the high school theater teacher got fired because he was caught trying to hire a prostitute? I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then the next one had budgetary issues, and then I I didn't I wasn't around for when the third one got fired from the school. Or don't know if he stuck around. I don't either. High school was crazy. High school was crazy. High school musical. <laughs> Our teacher tried to hire a prostitute Cause he needs to have sexual release Is that a High School Musical song? Yes There would have been some so, more fanfare though with it Hey! 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 The teacher hired a sex worker To get his rocks off and now he's going to get killed by an assassin. Is that better? That's exactly how it went. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Electra is caught with the book by Cullen. But then uh, Bullseye, 
you know, that bald guy with a bullseye tattooed on his head comes in, kills all the police who are watching from the building across the street, which, once again, seems like a very bad idea, and then kills Colin from across the street. Uh, he gets the book, uh, is interrupted from the police, Electra fights him briefly, and then when more police come, they both get out of there. Meanwhile, Matt goes in and finds that... Uh, Cullen was recording, indicting the cousins. And that's when Savage gets a call and finds out that Cullen has been murdered, which doesn't really concern him all that much. He's just listening to French music and drinking champagne. Truth. So Electra gets home. Her father sees her covered in blood, gives her a hug, finds out the sort of basics of what happened, but the police show up. He tells Electra to hide, and the police arrest him because he is covered in blood. And because he's a Nachios. And meanwhile, Bullseye burns the ledger. And did you have that thing where on Marvel Unlimited, this page is really pixelated? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. There was a couple of times where I was like, it wasn't even trying to like play the issue I was trying to read. Yeah. Like, he kept telling me I was still like in the preview mode. I was like, but we have the subscription. I double checked. So when another lawyer wants the recordings that Savage has, Savage tries to not share them. And meanwhile, Demetrius is beaten up by the police because he actually doesn't really know a lot of stuff they are blaming him for because they think that he was the one who killed Cullen. That's what he gets for showing loving affection to his daughter. Mm-hmm. The cousins point out their concern about Electra not being mentioned in the murder uh, case. And she shows up angry about what happened to her father. Meanwhile, Kingpin is invited to meet with Savage, who it turns out had also secretly been working with the cousins. Like, this is where it gets really confusing for pointless reasons. Oh yeah, this shit got convoluted as fuck. Yeah, Mike Carey does not do a good legal thriller no and he's like yeah kingpin i'll let you buy this copy of the ledger that i made for 10 million dollars and kingpin is unhappy and so he just plans to have bullseye kill the cousins and savage i i agree with you kingpin you should do that oh yeah so electra thinks that the cousins hired bullseye they say that they didn't and she gets the drop on him with help from matt and then, like, they fake them being kidnapped by Matt and get Leander to say that it was the Kingpin who hired Bullseye. And he tells uh, Matt, unaware that Electra is there at the location of Bullseye's mail drop. And then they talk about how they were only working together now because they're trying to go the same path with Electra wanting Bullseye to get her father off of murder charges. And Matt sure. wanted the ledger. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kingpin is like, yeah, no, I'm really going to kill Savage now. This is all just ridiculous bullshit. Matt shows up at the mail drop, gets into a fight, but is able to get Bullseye's hotel address, and Electra dons the classic red Electra getup. It's really weird how, like, all the panels here, or all the covers of these two series are, like, Electra and Bullseye. Are Electra and Daredevil pretty much almost always fucking? Is it that weird? 
Uh, we never really see ones that like illustrate what story is going on inside. That's the story that's going on in both their minds, Luke. The story of my mind. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Matt has the address, Electra's all dressed up, and when they get to the hotel, they don't find the book that they need in Bullseye's room. They do find guns, and they also find a note that says that Savage is the next one who's going to be murdered. So they go to make it at the courthouse where Savage is expecting to get the money. Electra goes in from an upper floor so she can keep her weapons, and Matt is barely able to stop Bullseye in time. Uh, they fight. There's a joke about the Daredevil movie coming out, and Bullseye kicks Matt's ass. Electra comes in, though, and is able to save Savage until he ends up getting killed anyways. Electra finds the recording and the copy of the ledger, so she sucker punches Matt and takes the ledger and runs. Bullseye, unaware that the ledger had been stolen, apparently, goes back to Kingpin, and so Kingpin puts a call out on Electra and the entire Nachios family, and the cousins quickly sell Electra out. Electra uh, visits her father in jail, and he's like, yeah, no, just stop. It's not going to work out. She refuses and returns to her father's store. And when Kingpin's men come looking for her, she hides. Matt then also goes to Electra's father and finds out that she plans to give the ledger back to the Kingpin. Electra disguises Phoebe, who acts as a distraction so Electra can go in and confront the Kingpin and hands the ledger to him. She explains how she got it how the Kingpin could fake some additional documents in exchange for her father's page being removed and the charges against him being dropped. Kingpin agrees, calls in Bullseye, because if he gets arrested, that would free your father, and makes the two of them fight because, you know, why not? Electra ends up throwing cleaning chemicals at Bullseye's face, which fucks up his central nervous system, and she knocks him out, and Kingpin's like, hey, if you ever want to kill more people... Hit me up. Hit me up, girl. So Matt arrives too late, finding Bullseye, who he turns over to the police. Demetrius is freed, and Matt shows up. He's like, hey, Electra, you know how you, like, sold out your soul and helped the kingpin and did crimes? Well, it turns out that the paperwork that your father signed was a deed of a gift, which meant that with the cousins getting arrested, it would have turned over to you, and he wouldn't have gotten in trouble for any money laundering stuff because he didn't really own the laundromat. And it's kind of really confusing what's going on here at the end, but yeah. basically it's like, yeah, you you did a bunch of bad stuff and you didn't need to, and I guess someone made mistakes. It's like, Matt, you're being an asshole here. Also, your, your dad would have still gone to jail, not for the laundromat part, but because I thought he murdered someone part. Yeah, until, like, Bullseye got turned in. But also, but if like, hadn't done I that bad stuff, would he have been turned in? Probably not. So, exactly. So. There would have been multiple witnesses there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, that is Ultimate Daredevil and Ultimate Electra. Are you ready to rank them? Yes. So, I really liked uh, Ultimate Daredevil and Electra. Like, I could put that above Ultimate Spider-Man Volume 1, number 1 through 7. Yes, I would agree with that. Not number 2, though. So, Ultimate Daredevil and... Electra, volume one, numbers one through four, is our new number two on the list. And I feel like putting Ultimate Electra under Spider Man and Hulk is a bit cruel, but I mean, I would rather kind of read Ultimate Spider Man and Hulk again because Ultimate Electra is longer. And there's, like, way more word panels and things going on. Hulk, it was just like, Spider-Man fights Hulk. Then Ross shows up. The end. Okay, so then we are going to put Ultimate Electra under Ultimate Spider-Man and Hulk. The Marvel team-up. Yes. Alright, because, I mean, it's definitely better than Spider-Man and Iron Man. Because that did not make a lot of sense. No. So that brings our list up to seven. And do you know what we are covering uh, in two weeks? So back on February 3rd, Devin. Some X-Men. And some Marvel team-up. We are going to be covering uh, Marvel team-up number six through eight. Ultimate X-Men number one through six. And Ultimate X-Men, one half. So we'll see you then. Uh, Devin, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me online at Fred Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at @coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can also find both of us on the Exiled Podcast at ExiledPodcast.com, which still does do weekly episodes going up on Saturdays. And... Uh, yeah, uh, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, send us questions about Ultimate X-Men and those sorts of things, and, you know, you can also go to the website where we have image galleries for every episode, and you can also see the ranking chart. I do think that is everything that we've got for now, Devin. I think so, uh, too. Yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks. And we will catch you on the flip mode. Peace.